listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm Streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long... We have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, Disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. For those who have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion, and love with passion, and our passion. Who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution. Who would rather die than fall in line to conform. Who constantly challenge the norm. Who greet each and every day as if just born. I say to you, I know your greatness. The way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact. And in fact, I know it best when I say to you, I love you. Let's watch a full-length Friendsgiving treat. We got everyone around here for coming out. Special Friendsgiving. I'm gonna start us out with a song. We got a couple hours of.
comedy and the music ahead of us. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Black plastic. 
them out of sight under the bed. Doreen knocked on the green door with the gold knob. Scuffling, and a man's laugh, cut short, sounded from inside. Then a tall boy in shirt sleeves and a blonde crew cut inched the door open and peered out. Baby, he roared. Doreen disappeared in his arms. I thought it must be the person Lenny knew. I stood quietly in the doorway in my black sheath and my black stole with the fringe, yellower than ever, but expecting less. I am an observer, I told myself, as I watched Doreen being handed into the room by the blonde boy to another man who was also tall but dark with slightly longer hair. This man was wearing an immaculate white suit, a pale blue shirt, and a yellow satin tie with a bright stick pin. I couldn't take my eyes off that stick pin. A great white light seemed to shoot out of it, illuminating the room. Then the light withdrew into itself, leaving a dewdrop on the field of gold. I put one foot in front of the other. That's a diamond. A great white light seemed to shoot out of it, illuminating the room. Then the light withdrew into itself, leaving a dewdrop on the field of on the field of gold. I put one foot in front of the other. That's a diamond.
that had been hiding itself struck me full in the mouth and raked the hair back horizontal on my head. I was descending, but the white sun rose no higher. It hung over the suspended waves of the hills, an insentient pivot without which the world would not exist. White sun rose no higher. It hung over the suspended waves of the hills, an insentient pivot without which the world would not exist. A small answering flew toward it, toward it. I felt my lungs inflate with the inrush of scenery, air, mountains, trees, people. I thought this is what it is to be happy. I plummeted down past the zigzaggers, the students, the experts, through year after year of doubleness and smiles and compromise into my own past. People and trees receded on either hand like the dark sides of a tunnel as I hurtled on to the still, bright point at the end of it, the pebble at the bottom of the well, the white, sweet baby cradled in its mother's belly. My teeth crunched a gravelly mouthful. Ice water. You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't say I can't go with other Yeah. 
Someday 
Mr. Willard drove me up to the Adirondacks. It was the day after Christmas, and a gray sky bellied over us, fat with snow. I felt overstuffed and dull and disappointed, the way I always do the day after Christmas, as if whatever it was, the pine boughs and the candles and the silver and gilt ribboned presents and the birch log fires and the Christmas
I let out a scornful laugh. If neurotic is wanting two mutually exclusive things at one and the same time, then I'm neurotic as hell. I'll be flying back and forth between one mutually exclusive thing and another for the rest of my days. Buddy put his hand on mine. Let me fly with you. I stood at the top of the ski slope on Mount Pisgah, looking down. I had no business to be up there. I'd never skied before. Certain. 
Joe, I just found out you got the best hand. Sonny, tell me, what can I do? Sonny, no more blue, Brian. I played the aces on the bottom. And then I walked those old cards around. Send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness, and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea, and they of Jerusalem, and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan, confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair, and with a girdle of a skin about his loins. And he did eat locusts and wild honey, and preached, saying, 
There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized with John in Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan. And was there.
At last I felt a powerful drowsiness drifting through my veins from all the pine bark wine I had drunk. I think I'll go in and lie down, I said. I strolled casually into the bedroom and stooped over to nudge off my shoes. The clean bed bobbed before me like a safe boat. I stretched full length and shut my eyes. Then I heard Constantine sigh and come in from the balcony. One by one, his shoes clonked onto the floor and he lay down by my side. I looked at him secretly from under a fall of hair. He was lying on his back, his hands under his head, staring at the ceiling. The starched white sleeves of his shirt rolled up to the elbows, glimmered eerily in the half-dark, and his tan skin seemed almost black. I thought he must be the most beautiful man I'd ever seen. I thought if only I had a keen, shapely bone structure to my face, or could discuss politics shrewdly, or was a famous writer, Constantine might find me interesting enough to sleep with. And then I wondered if, as soon as he came to like me, he would sink into ordinariness. And if as soon as he came to like I would find fault after fault, the way I did with Buddy Willard and the boys before him. The same thing happened over and over. I would catch sight of some flawless man off in the distance, but as soon as he moved closer, I immediately saw he wouldn't do it all. That's one of the reasons I never wanted to get married. The last thing I wanted was infinite security and to be the place an arrow shoots off from. I wanted change and excitement and to shoot off in all directions myself like the colored arrows from a 4th of July rocket. I woke to the sound of rain. It was pitch dark. After a while, I deciphered the faint outlines of an unfamiliar window. Every so often, a beam of light appeared out of thin air, traversed the wall like a ghostly, exploratory finger, and slid off into nothing again. 